not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. Are you having <laughs> hair issues to start episode seventy of Slurp Toast, a podcast? That's as good as it gets. I've been wearing a hat all day, so you know. But I'm lucky it's not this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to wear the hat. Oops, I just killed my camera. I have to wear the hat uh, so I don't blind people with my five head. Hey. We are doing new things tonight, so I need one second to go over here and click this go live button. I didn't realize my... I was wearing that. Let's fix that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let me flip over to Instagram. If if I've done this right, and there's no guarantee that I have, mm. uh, we are now live not only on our page, but also on Facebook and Instagram. Let's see if we're on Instagram here. Check that. Uh, well, it's not letting me log into Instagram. Yeah, but we're that's do it huh? I gotta do it fancy. Weird. I'm trying to be fancy, you know. I like I like us to be fancy because we are in fact fancy lads. What is going on? My camera is not picking up the right camera. All sort of, I got a new dock for my MacBook, so now I'm like I'm on I'm back in the garage, as you can see. Uh-huh. And um we've got a good connection because we've got new internet at my house. Oh, nice. And nice, nice. Yeah. So uh give me one second to fix this camera and then we'll be good to go. There we go. That's the camera I wanted. That's better. There you okay. go. Okay. I set, I set yeah. all these. You didn't know you're out of sync. <laughs> Am I? Oh well. That was came out here you synced up. I came out here the other day and like set all the angles and everything, and I didn't turn the light on. Let's do that. All right, there we go. I think I've played with all the toys now. All right, hey, it's uh, the fourth day of February. The groundhog saw his shadow. Um, I think that means we have less winter. I can never remember, but it's okay. I don't know. I don't trust uh, rodents. <laughs> Rodent-based weather forecasting. I don't know. It feels. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of what the right word is. Uh, a little specious. <laughs> just a little i see what you did there i see what you did there uh, nicely done, sir. Yeah. hey we are we are streaming on uh facebook now i can see us there that's kind of cool right, and, it, and it's actually it's actually closed captioning it because it said little specious as i popped it up all right spell it right it did nice. all right uh, look at us being all kind of fancy in the new year all right yay us yeah. All right, we're going to expand our reach beyond the one region in France. Which uh, you know what I was looking... sure everybody <laughs> <laughs> when I was updating the website and everything the other day, I looked at the maps and we've actually got a pretty international uh, international. Reach. And then, I, hey, it's people trying to learn English because <laughs> <laughs> we're the best place for that. Um, <laughs> Are you saying we... fucking hey again? Okay. <laughs> Um, we also have a very large following in um, Oregon for some reason. But really? hey, hi Oregonians. 
must have wow. been that time we mentioned the uh, the beeves. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> that's right. They're tuning in for all the wrong reasons. There's some dude sitting there in a gimp mask and like a leather chain vest with that hoop in the middle. You know, he's like, oh, "You're not talking about it tonight." Goddamn! Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's working on Instagram because my Instagram is being wonky. But um, anyway, uh, it says we are. Maybe we are. I don't know. Um, long story short, here we are. And um, yeah, that's not working. Anyway. Um, so what's going on? Not much. We uh, uh, went to a hockey game last night, which was fun. Uh, and then we went and saw Argyle this afternoon. How is Argyle? I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. There's a couple of moments where the, you know, I believe that Mr. Vaughn has like said, you know what? Plot doesn't matter. Story don't care. Characters. Eh. Let's just do stylized things. <laughs> so that's fair. I've read, I read uh, his big crossover event comic earlier in the year and that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it translates, uh, you have Sam Rockwell in it and a couple other people who are good, but the story is kind of really convoluted and you, you sort of figure after Kingsman that there'd be like more action. Uh, there is an amazing fight scene uh, with Bryce Dallas Howard on makeshift ice skates, uh, which is inspired, you know? Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't kind of make up for sort of the, the tepid, everything before it <laughs> okay all right well um i'll push that one down the list a little bit um <laughs> i would i'd push it all the way to streaming all right fair enough there's your movie review of argyle kids um <laughs> wait for it to stream it's an apple it's an apple studios thing so you know it's just a matter of what weeks <laughs> yeah probably if that i'm doing the same thing with the marvels yeah, I, I'm. I'm kind of. I think I, I watched the first episode of Echo. Just and, and? I, it was fine. It didn't make me want to rush out and watch the rest of it, but it was fine. But you know, I I started watching What If, and uh, they after screwed the, that up. Man, did they ever! It's like <laughs> here's a here's one for you. What if they featured someone other than everybody we know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I was bitching to Laura and she was just rolling her eyes. And like, the whole premise of that show is what if this different thing happened? It doesn't need continuity. It doesn't need through characters. Oh, no. It, it, and I it get... should, they should be standalone. But I think we probably should have known once they did the what if Avengers, we were screwed. Yeah. The end, Avengers of the what if averse. What if <laughs> they just, they can't. <laughs> They can't, they can't help stop themselves. themselves. They can't stop themselves from making a team, can they? Or from just linking the stuff together. It's like, I got an idea. What? It's a standalone story. Stop you right there. <laughs> we oh. don't do those. We don't do those. Uh, I need to see uh, characters back from the dead. I need to see, you know, bad guys being good guys. Uh, I need there to be a Starload episode, something with the Avengers. Um, if you can work something with Captain Carter in, we'd love to see a lot of that. That, yeah, please. We can't get enough of her, and since they won't give her a movie or a show, this is our only outlet. Uh, <laughs> the kids love her. Yes, they do. Do they? I don't I, know. I'm a little kind of 
yeah, I, I, I started watching it and I got like three episodes in and was just like, you know what? I'm just going to open up the iPad. I'm going to doom scroll with this in the background because ain't nothing happening. I watched it all and I was just like, God damn, it's, it's not hard. It's just not that hard. It, no, it, it's not. It's like you any crazy premise crazy. you come up with. Then you write the story. It's like the Twilight Zone. It's a standalone. Well, yes. And I think, though, the problem is because they linked all those properties together. They're just sort of stuck there, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, they haven't built out like Shang Chai or Shang-Chi enough that they could have done a what if from him, not that they would ever do it. You know, what if the Fin Fan Foon got away from him? I don't know. Um, what if Trevor really was the man, the, 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 the Mandarin? Uh, Yes, the Mandarin. I almost said Mandalorian, which that would be interesting even <laughs> they, too. I, I heard after they're doing a what if Star Wars series, I read that, something there. And again, what if they didn't all revolve around the Skywalker family? Could we do that? <laughs> oh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> because we have, unless you've read the books and the comics, you we haven't developed anything outside of that family. Well, and by and large, most of that stuff is no longer canon anyway, so they wouldn't let you do it if even if you wanted to. I want to do some of the old Republic. Nope, 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 nope. No, something with Splinter in the Mind's Eye doesn't exist. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to do something with the Sith. I want to do this, the tragic story of Darth Plagueis. Can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> what? What if the story of Darth Plagueis? What Plagueis wasn't that tragic? <laughs> <laughs> What if George Lucas didn't buy his own hype? Um, what if George Lucas didn't sell the franchise. <laughs> right. Well, there's that. Well, actually, I'm not that, sure. I'm that actually not sure which is worse. So, <laughs> was it worse that he sold the franchise or he started believing in his own hype? Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that would might be worse because it's just like you know, what if Anakin didn't hate sand? Uh, <laughs> I I remember they did like a the Houston Museum of Art had like a Star Wars, it was like a traveling thing where it was like. Star Wars and the Hero's Journey, and we're walking through this thing, and I'm going, "Oh, this is horse shit." <laughs> There's no way George Lucas was reading like Joseph Campbell when he wrote fucking Star Wars. It was. I have, I have a professor from college who would disagree, who said, "I." He goes, "I." He goes, "Once I found out there was a sequel, I knew the plot of the last three movies, or the last two movies." And it's like, really? Because it was all Joseph. And he, yeah, he actually, but again. He might have, somebody might have slipped him a a copy of Hero with a Thousand Faces after Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I won't argue that. But when he wrote Star Wars, he was mad because he couldn't get the rights to do a Flash Gordon movie. So he did his own space, pulp space opera. That wasn't a hero's journey. It is when you just kind of make that shit up and. (laughs) And and backfill. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. When you backfill your mythology. Yeah. <laughs> you can make it up as you go, sure. But don't don't stand there and tell me when I started writing this, I, I saw Luke as the hero with the thigh on the hero on the hero's journey. No bullshit. He was Flash Gordon. How do I work in Akin, Akinu and Eric, you know, Gilgamesh's sidekick? Oh nice. A, a, a crudu. That crew is not right. And I was going there. Oh, wait, oh, oh now it's going to bother me. Inkadu. 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 That sounds like it could. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds minstrel. Let's not go there. 
Okay, well, um, thanks Gilgamesh. so much for that. Oh, Enkidu. You're very close. I think I just said it wrong. Yeah. Enkidu is not. Well, maybe because there's an I and a D and a U. And a... So just for those of you just tuning in, we're playing fun with Babylonian mythology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, so who what so is Han Solo in Kidu then? Or uh no, no, no. No. There is none. There's no Han Solo. There's only ah, Joseph Campbell's out the window then. I we're think that's where to, we that's that was my original thesis, wasn't it? We're back to loading the the dump truck of mythology up to the uh, manhole and just dump it in the backstory. <laughs> Backfill your own Sarlacc pit. Just back, yeah, that's right. Pulled up to the Sarlacc pit with a big old dump truck of mythology and just built his own universe. <laughs> I was watching we were at the, one of the previews for the, for the movie. There was uh -huh. somebody, the beekeeper, one of the stars of the beekeeper, right? And I still want like, to see that movie, by the way. It I looks... do want to see that because, you know, at work, somebody, I go, Jathan Statham is the beekeeper. Then somebody else goes, it's also the transporter. <laughs> and then it just went down the, that line. I go, was he the Meg? <laughs> <laughs> He's either Hobbs or Shaw. I don't, He's, well, never yeah, tell, right. don't know which <laughs> And that's how like. it went. Jathan Statham <laughs> is Hobbs. He is the beekeeper. He is the mechanic. He is the transporter. He's, He's Parker. He's Parker. And finally, He's a terrible like, Parker, by the way. Yes, that I always when I think of you know East Coast tough guy, with, you know the big hulking, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, thug of a man. I think Jason Statham with his English accent and shaved head <laughs> and Swimmer's body, yeah, <laughs> Swimmer's yeah. body, yes, yeah, that's not working for me. No, yeah, they, they introduced one of the stars of the movie, and the movie was like, yeah, the guy's like. Oh man, it was fantastic. You know, we're this is like, you know, we're working on this movie and it's great because we're doing all this world building, you know, and you you don't always get to get and I finally turned to Chris, I go, Isn't isn't that what a movie is about? Is building a little make-believe world. <laughs> that's the whole so, point of a movie. Or at I'm, least it I, used to be. I'm fairly certain that's your job, son. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Thanks for playing along. Yes. Uh but no, well, where were we? Well, we've lost the thread. Uh, no, well, I was going to say, I like Jason Statham. He is I my too. He's my favorite of the modern action guys. I, I, I will go see bad movies with him. I will watch bad movies on television with him because I enjoy him. Mm -hmm. And I've raised my boys well because, like, we were all excited about The Beekeeper, but he came out like a week after they went back they to went school. Back. Mm -hmm. And I got a text from Jack. The Beekeeper will change cinema. So they had gone to see it like <laughs> opening you. weekend. <laughs> like, I've done a good job. I've done a good job. So it will change cinema. That wow. was Jack's assessment of the beekeeper. Man. Yeah. That's not the one prone to hyperbole either. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. He's usually a little more generous about picking his spots. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can share that one with Laura. She'll get a kick. <laughs> That's a good one. You know my children well. 
<sighs> that was good. Uh, I needed that. Um, so when we ended episode 69, <laughs> we were talking about uh, our, our toy gripes. And we were uh-huh. going to circle back to that. You want to do that? Yeah, where did we leave off? <laughs> um, I think it sort of started out with, with us uh, lamenting uh, the loss of Toys R Us and, and Walmart taking the reins as the top toy retailer in the country, which is weird. It, it's weird and it's sad because if for the longest time they could have given two shits for what their displays look like. <laughs> and, and I'll say this, ask any Funko collector. I mean, that thing is just looks like a, you know, somebody went through with a hammer. That's why they put it next to tools. <laughs> Smash all <laughs> Makes the it shit easier. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they really, you get the impression they, it's just, you know, if they could get away with it, they would just open the boxes and dump them all on the floor and just leave that section alone. Uh, they'd get sued by uh, Dollar Tree if they did that. <laughs> <laughs> or Dollar General, I forget which one. but Both. Yeah. You're stealing our merchandising scheme, man. Just load the aisles with this shit. It's <laughs> eventually something in there will be worth money. People come dig it out. Um, but now, there's, there's a, don't go ahead. I'll let no, you finish your but I went to a Walmart recently where every fucking Lego was in a locked case. That's where Everyone, we started. That's what it was. Lego friends. No one's stealing that. Duplo. No one's stealing that. There's no baby stuff in their diapers full of Duplo box, the blocks. They, uh, this, mm. But yeah, every kit, every, every kit, even the little dumb five, ten dollar ones. It's like, oh yeah, the little motorcycle guy that you know takes like 30 seconds to build because it's five parts. Click, click, click. Yeah, that's behind glass. I get the bigger kits. I do get that, but oh my god. At some point somebody's gonna say, Man, we got a quick carrying Lego, they're just using up wall space. Yeah, let's take those cases, the same store had cosmetics in cases <laughs> it's like that have more to do with the location of your store than the product right oh no this is in a nice neighborhood <laughs> this so that's wasn't like a... going to that weird sort of like off the highway place that you kind of like you're <laughs> skittish about anyway and you walk into the walmart and like they're all there in their bath you know the pajamas and the whole nine yards and, and no this was this was uh yeah, <laughs> I don't. What what I don't understand, I guess emotionally, I don't understand is how they're the largest toy retailer in the country because there's one by my office, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like four aisles of toys, at best. Wow, we got like six or eight out by us. Um, it's like in I'm the back corner, like, <laughs> kid toy, girl toy, boys toys, Legos, action figures, bikes. <laughs> yeah okay that's pretty much what it is uh, maybe uh-huh. i missed it but yeah but it's still like nothing it's 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 such a small sample size of what's available what's out there uh, it is such a cynical view of what's available it's like here here's the new movie property toy here's you know i don't know i miss toys r us i guess is what i'm saying i yeah, used to love no. we had the one down the street from the office when and i used to love going like wandering around at lunchtime and i missed that I'm old. Well, exactly. Even if you weren't looking for action figures, you still could, you know, wander the hot, hot wheels aisles and even some yeah. of the other stuff. But what is weird to me though, is that a Walmart will, I mean, 
you know, just it's like that big vat of Hot Wheels in the middle of the store. Yeah. Just, like, just pour it in. And you, that's what I mean. You know, it's like going, God, if I was a mint on, you know, mint on card Hot Wheel collector, I'd lose my freaking mind. Because, I mean, the shit's just piled up. And yeah. just for my own amusement, I dug into one to see how far down I went. It goes like a foot and a half. I mean, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. That's a lot of Hot Wheels. That's a lot of Hot Wheels. And they, they well, I guess they sell, a, it's a dollar. So, yeah, I'm sure they sell a bunch. But at the other end of the spectrum, you go into the electronics, and then they carry a lot of the higher-end um, Nika toys. Yes. Which to me seems such a strange place to find those toys. Uh, and then you go and you find the same section in a target. And every time it looks like it, uh, it has been <laughs> the subject to an improvised explosive device. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody yeah. went over, got hairspray and a lighter and just blew that thing up. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, I, I, uh, you know, the, the, I showed you the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Uh, Nika, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, they've done a bunch of monster turtle crossover toys. Right. And one of them I know is at least like eight to 10 months old. I go into a Walmart. It's an out of the way one. I've never been there before. And you're kind of like looking around. You're like, oh, John Copper, there's the thing. Oh, Predator, Predator. You know, you kind of digging yeah. through all this stuff. And there in the back is this one that's been obviously on the shelf for like eight months. And uh, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to the merchandising. It's just like, take it to the box. It's like, you can, you can arrange these in neat little rows. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> Weirdly, I know it's a more efficient use of space. Eh, just saying. <laughs> it's weird though, because the, even like the product mix that they have is so desperate rando <laughs> random between stores because like there's the one i mentioned earlier there's another one that's a little further away from the office but still like you know if i'm out and about and i'm over that way i'll swing in right right and like it's like not even and it's the one with like the long aisles right so it's two different walmarts within two miles three miles of each other one's got the short little stubby six eight rows we mm -hmm. talked about and then this one's got like the five or six long aisles mm -hmm. double with the with the split in between and i'm like oh and, like the, and the product mix is not even <laughs> close to the same right it's like oh i don't it's not what <laughs> why <laughs> what always abuses me is like funko collectors complain about the way that that walmart merchandises the the, the funko stuff and it's like really have you have you seen the rest of the store <laughs> but uh aside from that it's kind of like you say every store is different. So in one store, they're in one spot. Another store, totally different spot in the store. Um, and the products mix is just, you know, one store, it's like, oh, look, they, they every bad exclusive, and Walmart only does bad exclusives with Funko. Uh, they, they, that's all they have. You can't find a new release to save your life. And, you know, some of the Funko people are like, oh, guess what? They're going to, we're going to lose this. We're going to, you know, they're going to pull out a Walmart. I'm kind of like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Believe it or not, it will actually enhance the brand. <laughs> they have an exclusive from like almost two, maybe coming up on three years that you see in quantity on the shelves. Uh, Which was this, that? Oh, God. They did like an Earth Day Black Orchid. Uh-huh. Still there. The one by my office 
bunch of them. Yep. Two years old. What? Discount it. I mean, my God, you have no problem clearing out all this other stuff. What is this one? You know, the corporate's like, no, 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 no. We paid for that one. Uh, <laughs> that one stays full price. It stays full price until we recover our money. <laughs> we finish up the landfill, whichever comes first. And once that day happens, they go into a bin with the Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the bottom. You got to really want them. <laughs> yeah. We'll line the bottom of the bin with the Earth Day black orchids. Well, it's kind of like recycling. <laughs> it's internal. It's an internal landfill. The, the thought is the same. <laughs> That's right. Someday they'll do a dig on one of those beds and it'll just be like, my God, parachute pants. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> There's shit that just decay. It's it's like the, uh, the mausoleums in New Orleans. They just put another layer on top oh, yeah, exactly. and let it just... Too funny. <laughs> it's like when they re-linoleum the floors and they move it. It'd just be this outline of a Funko box. <laughs> or they've, they've, all the printing has worn off on the floor. <laughs> you could just see them all. That's more likely to be the case. Mm-hmm. That little dingy gray outline. <laughs> hey, look, I got a new candle. I'm going to light it. Oh, wow. Cool. Is that the cool thing on your desk? <laughs> no, this just happenstance. I have I actually do have a cool thing on my desk, and I remembered to bring it this time. Awesome. I'll just go running through the house looking for it. Okay. Uh, so, anyway. so we've talked about Argyle. We've talked about Jason Statham. We've talked about our toy issues with mm-hmm. the current state of things. Um it's like I don't want to have to buy everything online, but you're kind of moving in that direction. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at what I have on my desk, and I think the only one that I can swear that I bought it. Oh, there's a couple. I got the MJF I bought in a store, mm-hmm. and the Howard the Duck. Is that um, Big Mecca, Howard the Duck? Oh, no, he's up there. <laughs> But I'm about the little Paul Rudd. Oh, head okay. I have two yeah. Howards. The, Mauer, the uh, Marvel Legends one, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Mecca, the Mecca Howard is right there. Good choice. There. That was such a fun pop. That I, it's so random. It is so random. And it's kind of funny to me because you listen to collectors who bitch about, you know, I just want more. I just keep making Deadpool. No, 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 no. You got to have stuff like that. And you may never... You, that guy who's all obsessed with Deadpool, Batman, fine. Collect them all. But for those of us out there who are just looking for something different, that just kind of, you know, tickles that fancy. Yeah. That's kind of stuff they got to get. It's like the orb figure that they did from the with the big Our, eyeball head. I mean, we've talked about this guy before, but like I was in that section of the Walmart by, uh-huh. and I'm like, it's a Frank Zappa pop. I have to own that. I love Frank Zappa. What are the odds they actually made that? So yeah, I have Frank. Because mm-hmm. why the fuck wouldn't I buy a Frank Zappa pop? And they gotta have stuff out there like that for the weirdos what? like us. Yeah, the why the fuck else would we buy that? <laughs> Meanwhile, there's 80 more sitting on the shelf that nobody's gonna buy. Yeah, they really gotta buy But they moved out. one. They know that's an important demographic to have. <laughs> but let's be honest, you're not going to hook them into making, you know, the 500 piece wall of pop thing. Uh, and you you got to kind of like, if you make it too limited, the flippers will buy it out. <laughs> if you 
not enough and it never goes away. Now, so. if they, now I need my Captain Beefheart to go with my Zappa. That's what I need. Can we get a Captain <laughs> Beefheart pop? <laughs> Cinnamon up. They'll get right on it. <laughs> See, and I bought this one with a very specific purpose in mind. I bought this one simply on the off chance ah! that maybe someday I might be somewhere where Brett Goldstein is and I could get him to autograph it. <laughs> and I thought that might happen last night because we went to see him uh, do his comedy act last night. Oh, fun. Uh, it was fun. He was good, uh, but he didn't do like a meet and greet situation Absolutely. afterwards. Okay. So that was annoying. But I saw he's still unsigned. But someday, someday I will get an autograph it's on that. A matter, of it's a matter of time. I told Laura, I was like, you're lucky because you don't have to put this in your purse tonight. But uh... <laughs> yeah. No, no, and, I'm not uh, buying merch at the show. I'm bringing merch to the show. <laughs> well, you see John Leguizamo one time, and he did like a thing after the show. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to take a picture, get an autograph, whatever. No, he stood in line. I bought his book. He autographed it. We got a picture. It was kind of cool. He was nice. Nice. Uh, you know, figure, you know, Roy Kent could do that, but no. He's there. He's there. No. He's here. He's there. He's every fucking where. Except for that. <laughs> Except for the meet and greet after yes. the show. <laughs> that was my Christmas present, by the way, for my wife. She bought me the Brett Goldstein ticket. That was kind of cool. Nice. That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. So, uh, we, uh, I don't think we did an over under on the number of Roy Kent jerseys we would see, but I, I counted four that I, I saw four. I'm sure there were more because he played <laughs> at, a, at the concert hall on UT's campus, which is three layers high. So, oh my, it was big. Um, so I'm sure there were more that I couldn't see, but I counted four. And at the, at the end of the show, he has a box. He likes, you know, lets people put questions in there uh-huh. and he just kind of answers them off the cuff. And <laughs> he pulled uh-huh. one of them out and he goes, can I have Hannah Waddington's phone number? Fuck no. He doesn't <laughs> like, Damn it. Why didn't he read my question? Um, <laughs> I didn't tell him what it was for. Just, just to say hi. A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Every waking moment. <laughs> See, that's an age appropriate celebrity crush that I have. And I got no problem with that. And neither does my wife. She gets it. Yeah, that one's not bad. That's not like, yeah, exactly. It is age appropriate. Because <laughs> <laughs> I still do the Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. It's like when you crush on somebody that they're like, and they, here they are at their 23rd birthday. And you're like, Christ. <laughs> yeah. I've had I- my job longer than that. <laughs> Yeah, I've sort of come to the realization: if they're old enough that I could, if they're young enough that I could be their parent, I that can't do that. They are off the list. Yeah, that's <laughs> just that's creepy by anybody's standards, and I don't, I don't, I don't get down with that. But uh, yeah, Hannah Waddingham's fine. It's like they asked me about an assistant at work and helper, and I said I, I got something in mind, and and they said, oh, you know, having your daughter come back. I go, oh no. I mean, I'm thinking of a cheerleader, yes, but not the one I got. <laughs> not the one I made is how I said it. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So anyway, um, yeah. Funny. Oh, God. All right. I'm going to check something. Keep, let's see. We're going to do follows? Or are we going to do... Uh, We can do, do that. Uh, yeah, let's do follows. Oh, you know what? Let's do a follow up. Oh, 
I don't have a sound. I don't have the the right sound effect for that. The update. It's a follow up to I think because I may have introduced part of this during the what you call it. What's on your desk? Okay, far away. It is. I finally finished my Ghost Rider Lego. Okay. Cool. Oh, nice. And we've even got the little glowing fire chain. Nice. <laughs> so I like, and I, I like his head. Oh, yeah. You know, what's funny about this is I was building it and I got it done. I got it to where I liked it. You know, all of his little fingers and stuff move. He's jointed at the waist. So he spins. Um, I got it all done. I was looking at it. And as I'm looking at it and futzing with the weapon for about four nights, because like I had two chains and one chain. And then at one point he had one of the chains across his chest, like a bandolier, <laughs> which I thought, Hey, that's kind of, no, it's dumb. It looks dumb. I mean, I made it work, <laughs> but it, it's, it's, I, I just talked myself out of it. <clears throat> but as I'm looking at it going, Oh, I know where this is from. This is drug, drug, drug up from my childhood. I made a freaking a croyer. <laughs> yeah there's a little of that i I wasn't gonna say it but yeah it's there (laughs) oh i put it together and i got him done i was like man i dig it i really like the big because i did them in yellow so it's kind of like fire but as i'm looking at it going that looks really familiar to me why does that look so familiar to me and i was like oh yeah tick 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 micronauts or croyer yeah yeah i did that oh i also got the colors different so it's not that (laughs) obvious well if i may point out that you also when we were back in the day playing the marvel superhero game uh your your character had the croyer helmet too and it was yellow (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) you're a big fan I was, yeah. It's it's one of those I think I was telling Frank is like, oh, I go, you should be able to recognize your influences. You know, you should be self aware enough right. to know. Sure. I got this from here. I got this from there. And uh, yeah, apparently it's a motif. It's stuck in the back of my head and it just keeps popping up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, shall we do what's on your desk? Yeah, we can do that. What's on your desk? Yeah, we should really have music for this. Well, I have a banner. I just got to come up with a... I'll find a sound. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And my desk is in two parts. Okay. Well, I have two as well. So it's good. Well, it'll be good. All right. There we go. All right. Go. You go. Then I'll go. Then you'll go. Then I'll go. All right. So Funko did this thing called Pop Yourself, wherein you could, you know, go and pick out the pieces and parts and kind of make something that looked like you. All right. And so I did that and I finished all the work (laughs) with him, the skunk beard. Nice. You know, so So he didn't come in. He didn't come skunky. You did that yourself. I had to do all that myself. Yes. Okay. Hold him up. What's he got in his hands? Uh, We've got the Funko Freddy scepter. Uh Uh-huh. And I think a TV remote. <laughs> nice. Uh, there we go. Nice. And he's got glasses yeah. on. Got the little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's cool. So, yeah. Uh, and it gave me an excuse to buy a little tiny airbrush um, <laughs> in order to do the, the, the Doctor Strange hair and the skunk beard and stuff. Nice. So, That's very yeah. cool. That was kind of fun project. So... Uh, my, that's very cool. It's way better than what I've got, but anyway, uh, so 
at one point when the boys were home, it must have been when they were home for Thanksgiving, we went to Austin Book and Comics. I think it was. It was Black Friday because they were having like a sale on Black Friday. It started early, and the later in the day you went, the less the discount was, blah, blah, blah. You spent a certain amount. You got like tickets to go to – because they have like four four or five stores in that complex. It's kind of oh. cool. Next time you're here, we'll go. They've got the comic store. They've got like a Japanese uh, pop culture store, a game store. Oh, okay. Uh the whole block and the last one is like their clearance situation right and so they would give you these tickets to get spin the wheel in the clearance place and so we both we all got some and we went around and and i spun the wheel and they were it was all crap but uh <laughs> one of the things i got was this teeny tiny winston zettimore no oh, <laughs> it had all the ghost let's see all the ghostbuster type people uh including zool and dana and Annie Potts and Rick Moranis and of course I got Ernie Hudson. <laughs> yeah. I have I have teeny tiny Winston Zettimore. I think I'm gonna put him over here with my uh, General Mills monsters. I think that's where he <laughs> yes, <So>. yes. <laughs> He's been floating around since Thanksgiving trying to get on the show. So congratulations, Winston. You finally made it. That's what perseverance is all about. You made it to the show. You, you just keep plugging. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You just hang in there. You swing at the pitches, and uh, good uh, Lord willing, a couple of extra ones will drop you're, in. You're that break, yeah, you'll get called up late. To, yeah, you'll get that September call up. Which yeah. Try you out. Who made that? Um, I don't remember. Oh wait a minute, I got it. I got it. Uh, China, it says on his foot. <laughs> yes, that, that sounds about right. I wonder if this is it. Ghostbusters Ecto Mini Surprise Bag. I believe that is probably correct because he was in a surprise bag. So Okay, then. Oh, wait a minute. There we go. Yeah, Ecto Mini. Nice. Maybe I'll glue him to my hat so he can be at every show from now on. <laughs> All right, then. There. There you Winston, go. Winston's on the mic now. <laughs> of course, of course, when I got this, I started laughing. And I'm, you know, you'll know why, right? Because I couldn't help but think of the SNL sketch. Yeah. <laughs> the Ghostbusters show. You remember that one, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I like the black one. <laughs> Did you watch it at all this weekend? Or you went out uh, to I saw part of it. The 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 weekend update with Sarah Sherman. Oh yeah, Collins kid. It's actually quite pom common. One in four billion people have it. Two people on earth. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Cocaine. <laughs> I told I, Laura can't stand Sarah Sherman, and I'm like, I think oh, you no, better she's... get used to her. She's not. I think she's the next update host. Oh my I, god, that would I be think insane. she is. I think she's the next update host. I really do. That's why she's always on updates. Well, I think it's just because they like to torture Colin. Well, that's <laughs> a national pastime, but <laughs> all right. What's your second desk item? Uh, second desk item. All right. We will go back to, <sighs> since we were talking about star Wars earlier, Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. That is badass. Wow. 
That's a lot of black Legos. <laughs> yeah, you should try building that when you're tired. Oh. How come I have extra 4.4? You know, <laughs> it's one thing to get like a one by one stud left over. Yeah. When you have a plate, <laughs> it's like I have missed something. <laughs> but it's late <laughs> and it's staying together and I don't care. Yeah, no, I, I do like like some of those, the, the, the helmets and stuff. I think those are kind of fun kits just because it's built and it looks like, I mean, you build it and it is pretty much a display piece, you know? Right. Right. Cause some of those things <laughs> they assume you're going to play with them and it's like, nobody's going to do that. <laughs> so Not something like that. How do you play with that? I mean, that's my whole point. It's like, Lego the, kids, are you it's playing like... Zardoz? What are you going to do? <laughs> it's like floating head. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me what you got. Yeah. No, you get just kind of, no, I like those cause they, they're, clearly just meant to be display pieces yeah so, so there's like, not much else to do with those no yeah uh, there's there's no hidden you know unwritten pressure on you to to like you know <laughs> move them around you know like the ghost rider he rides a motorcycle which means you build them and then you push them down the stairs and then you build them again. <laughs> and you build it again, yeah. You know, come around the corner. Oh no, he's took it too fast. Ah, <laughs> hellfire got him. <laughs> <laughs> you dip him in lighter fluid. You push him <laughs> off the back porch. And all of a sudden, you're Michael Richards on Fridays. With <laughs> 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 a little plastic army helmet. Yes, but at a sandbox, it's just going ape shit. Oh god, that's too funny. All yeah, right, well, well my <laughs> good. As I say, when I lived in Denver, we would get like the model kits. And I mean, you know, spend all the time to paint them, glue them together, get the decals, got it all looking right. And then, you know, put firecrackers into the engines of the planes, thinking stupidly that the, the engine would like blow apart like it does in the movies. <laughs> instead, the plane just splits along the seam in the wing. <laughs> it does one of these kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I I seem to recall you and I uh, attaching some GI Joes to bottle rockets a couple of times to see what uh -huh. happened. GI yeah. <laughs> Joe just lays there and melts because <laughs> the tape is never strong enough. <laughs> yes. It never got lift. <laughs> Joe got maybe a foot and a half off the ground, and <laughs> fell to earth. That's the way it should be. Oh no, right. Icarus, you got too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and we are all about the mythology tonight. This is the mythology episode. It follows. Yeah, somebody's today is like Gilgamesh, Joseph Campbell. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> What's going on with these guys? Uh, all right, so here's my second item. Another is this one you can and, and, never get to the desk, or is that Winston? No, no, no uh, Winston was the one I could never get to the desk. This one actually, I also got that same day. I haven't opened this one. What is so okay? It's um, Avengers versus X Men Dice Masters. I don't even know what that is. Okay, then, but it says it contains two dice and cards per pack. So we're gonna do an unbox. Oh, unbox. So <laughs> we get all right. Let's see what we got. Uh, let's see, we got... So you don't get, like, a character, you just get dice and cards? Well, it looks like we got a character card. Okay. We got a silver surfer card. Nice. Oh, okay. What... We got a silver surfer dice to go with the said silver surfer card. There's a silver surfer dice. Is it, like, pictures of him? 
It's got it's got a surfboard on it. I don't know if you can see it. Okay. That's the power cosmic, I guess. And this one is uh, appears to be Black Widow based. Okay. So we're back to Colin Jost <laughs> somehow. Uh, so I don't. Um, oh wait, there's another card. And look at that. It's a Black, Black Widow. Widow card. Weird. And a blank insert with no instructions on how to use these. So those cards will go into my. I need a bookmark in a hurry stack that I keep in my nightstand. Ah. And uh, that's what I use these for. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Let Norrin Rad save your spot. <laughs> Nor- <laughs> What's Norrin Rad reading? <laughs> Norrin Reed. I was about to say. Nor- yeah. <laughs> Norrin Rad reads. <laughs> Radding is fundamental. Rad- <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you oh, very nice. much. Very thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, should we talk? We last time we said we were going to do another uh, round of, of follows. Yes, and these since we're now over... on Instagram, I think I sent you all Instagram people. So. Well, that's good. That's good. And I went, what I did last time after we did this was I followed them and tagged them from oh, our yeah. account and saying, hey, you know, I did a, like a talk about blah, blah, blah. And it didn't do anything, but I did it. And I'll do it again. So um, so I've got yours loaded in first. I'm going to pop up. I made a banner for each one of them. So all right. Whoop, this is your I know this one. I like this one. This is a good one. Have you ever followed? Have you ever seen I, I've seen before? it. I don't follow it, but I've seen him. Yeah. The best part about the Instagram algorithm is that I, I I typically go on I go on Instagram usually middle end of day you know just because you get a break at lunchtime and the the algorithm always cues uh, up Barry his name is Barry and I say hello welcome to Sandwiches of History and all this guy does is he builds sandwiches from old cookbooks and they. And if somebody goes, oh, that's a stupid follow. And I showed it to them. And they're like, after two or three little videos, uh-huh. what's he making today? What was today's <laughs> sandwich? What was this? <laughs> and I mean, it, it, one, it, it teaches that there's not a lot of variety when it comes to making sandwiches. <clears throat> um, but it also kind of, I think for me, it's like you look at it and he did one called the Monday sandwich. Scrambled eggs with bits of ham in it, put them on toast, put uh currant jelly on top and that's your sandwich uh then he always he does the basic sand then he pluses it up he adds something to it okay and the funny part about the add to it is he's like and i think you know where i'm going with this and you're at home going tomato and he says trader john's sasami you're like no wasn't on the, <laughs> i did not think that at all you know usually you're mr tomato guy and stuff so he did that sandwich with the egg and the ham and he plussed it up with bacon and some like chipotle uh seasoned salt or something mm-hmm. uh and uh anyway i bought eggs i'm going to make my first sandwich of history and do nice. the monday sandwich next next weekend for breakfast all right before we continue, there was something I wanted to get to, and this put me back into the into the frame of mind. So last night before the show, we went to have dinner, right, as you do, and we went to this Mexican place uh, we'd not been to before over on the east side. As you uh, do. Called, called Este. Um, okay. This. Um, <laughs> our, our east. Our east, yeah. Um, which we both figured out later. Um, <laughs> um, and we're looking at the cocktail menu, and, and, and they had some some – beer-based cocktails, mm-hmm. which had something called Petroleo in it. Now, have you ever had anything with Petroleo in it? Uh, just what I put in the car to make it Yeah, go. well, okay, <laughs> don't ever have the cocktail if it has Petroleo. Petroleo, Petroleo is uh, it's a shot that's made of mezcal, yeah. hot sauce, Ooh. 
and Worcestershire sauce. Ew. Yeah, I was. I was it, like, I looked it up. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Well, I got nothing to lose, right? You know. So it comes, but they don't bring you the shot. They pour the shot in the bottom of the glass, okay. fill it with ice, and bring you the beer. So then you got to like tinker with getting it out right. of the glass. <laughs> oh, I, the first sip I took was all Petrolio, and it about knocked. I, I told Laura, I think I was just rendered inert for a moment. It was <laughs> so much Worcestershire sauce. It even overpowered the mezcal, <laughs> so it was like it was like hot Worcestershire sauce running down my throat. It was terrible. Oh, God, <laughs> oh wow, spicy Worcestershire coating my throat, and I couldn't get the beer to to goo ratio right. <laughs> we got our table. And I'm like, I, I I've I've tried. I'm done. I and just the, need the, chips. I'm gonna drink the salsa. <laughs> And the waitress was like, I was like, I, this is not doing it for me. I'm going to get another drink. She took the drink off our tab at the end of the night, which was nice. nice. She didn't have to do that. Uh, but I don't recommend. May not have been her first experience. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Uh, so if someone offers you Petrolio, tread lightly. And that's I, uh, the whole shot is called Petrolio. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's that it's that murky Worcestershire brown, so it looks like used motor oil, <laughs> and it has about the same consistency. Quite frankly, uh, you would think you'd get a little smoke with the mezcal, but no, at least not the version I had. Oh. It was awful. Okay then. So that's my warning for everyone tonight. No petroleum. Avoid the petroleum. <laughs> At uh, holiday time, I took Babe to a liquor store. Mm -hmm. That sounds terrible, um, <laughs> but no, she went. We went. Only because, if she was driving, it's fine. No, um, yeah, exactly. No, so Kristen wanted to get this these um, black currant uh, liqueur because she was okay. making some crazy wild cherry vodka martini thing, right? So we got flavored. Oh, it's chocolate raspberry martini. So there's cherry, there's chocolate, there's this currant stuff. What we're going through, we're going through the tequila aisles and. And I said something. She goes, isn't that the one you like? I go, yeah, it is. Cool. They got the, you know. <clears throat> but I was telling her the story about, like, when we were at that bar in Austin. And, you know, I, I said something about, like, guys like, oh, yeah, you know, Cuervo. And I'm like, Cuervo is shit. And then he goes, oh, are you Patron guys? And then you're like, the Patron is shit, right? You know? Because we're being such lovely gentlemen at the bar. <laughs> but we were, really. boy. we were. We were helping a lady out. And, uh. When you realize how much shit she took off our bill, holy crap. <laughs> I, I think everything after we said we'd stay yeah. paid off the bill. Yeah. Including the top shelf stuff that the manager brought down. <laughs> so anyway, I told her, I said, Patron is all marketing. It's just a garbage, you know, and I go, they put it behind because she asked, why are some of these behind glass? And I'm like, well, some of them are very high dollar, very expensive. And so it's a protection thing. I think it also just looks cool in the, in, you know, in the liquor store. It's like, oh, look, we got booze under glass. Uh, yeah, right. cool. Uh, so anyway, I told her Patron is just kind of ick. And no sooner do we do that, we're leaving the tequila aisle. And somebody walks up and says, hey, I'm looking for your Patron. And babe just is like, <gasps> I thought she was going to say Patron is shit. But she <laughs> <laughs> I thought she'd not even say it to me. <laughs> she didn't. But she had that look where I was like, let's let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry. 
the whole show without a dusty drop. Um, that's too funny. That's too funny. We had one. We'll get back to the follows in a second. Last weekend when we had our traditional Saturday night Mexican food, we were on the other side of town, and there's this really cool little At place, Oliste, which is <laughs> see, see. Uh, but uh, this place called El Dorado Cafe, and uh, we ended up. The line was long. We ended up finding a spot at the bar, ate at the bar. Started chatting with the bartender. So we were ordering margaritas and he goes, Have y'all, you know, we're asking what reposados he had. And he recommended uh, tequila ocho. He's like, This is the one the manager loves. He drinks it all the time. It's a really good tequila. Just okay. FYI. Tequila ocho. Tequila ocho. I've heard of it before. It's very good. It's okay. very good. Um, nice. Might become the new house. Laura was very taken with it. And the funny part was, as we were sitting there, we were, you know, because at that point we were just chatting with the bartender, right? And and then this other girl who was like right to my right side was just, she was the service bartender. She was just cranking out margaritas. From the machine? No, no, no. She was handshaking oh. them, but it was just like one after the other. She was just a machine over there. And a little while later, she walked over and Laura was, the, the bartender kid was talking about how he's going to go to U of H, you know, finish up his education, blah, blah, blah. And Laura said she had gone to Southwestern, which is a, in Georgetown, which is farther north from here. Um, but uh, the service bartender chick came over. She's like, did I hear you say something about going to Southwestern? Yeah. Well, my dad went there. He's a professor now. Laura knew him. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Yeah, stay in one place long enough and that shit just piles up. <laughs> yeah. It was weird, though. I mean, it's like She's like, no, my dad is bubble. And Laura went, no. He's either in her class or a year ahead. It was like, oh man, too fucking weird. Anyway, back to follows. There we go. Were you done with the sandwich guy? Yeah, I Barry. Uh, he's fun. He's entertaining. He's very, very kind of self-deprecating. Oh, and because I forgot to turn the camera, here's a voiceover. Here's me making the thing. It's a black screen. It just kept going. Here I am making the this. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and again, he does one that he he did like an anchovy sandwich, and he, 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 <laughs> like, oh yeah, he just threw it right in the trash. He's, he's, it's like this should be called the lifetime of regret. Oh god, <laughs> oh, oh, yuck! Like uh, so, a can of sardines. I don't know. Yeah, so <sighs> he he every now and again he'll do a he's tweaked it and he doesn't use like the anchovy paste he uses white you know something that's a lot milder so it's not like eating a salt lake <laughs> all right so, so i've got your barry. all right barry thank you for the sandwiches and the history lessons here is your okay. second follow cast iron chris this is i a have a sneaking follow. suspicion i know what this is about but i didn't look i wanted to be, i wanted to let you explain so go ahead this quite simply is just a guy who refinishes cast iron pans. Okay, That's I would have all it is. I would have thought he was cooking on cast iron, but it nope, doesn't even cook with him. He just gets like this roached out pan from somebody, and I mean, he does the same things every time. He puts it in a little vinegar bath. He puts it in an electrolysis tank. It takes all that baked on crud, basically gets it down to to looking like new. And these are you know hundred year old pans in some cases, cornbread mold. Um, it's one of those where I'm just so fascinated by the start and the finished product and all the steps. All he does is just refinish cast iron pans. That's got to be satisfying to watch. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah, every now and again, he splits it up into two and you're just like, no, I, I wanted to see the cornbread pan <laughs> that looks like corn muffins done, you know? <laughs> okay. 
I, you know what I, I say? I've, I've, I don't know that I've watched him, but I have watched some videos of that being done because I come from hardy Southern stock. There's lots of cast iron in my family. And, and it's kind of, I think, the same reason some of the other people I follow are like guys who are, you know, refurbishing an old camper. I just like the process of yeah. watching these guys take something that's completely just burnt out and having something at the end that you can like actually drive on the highway or actually eat off of. Yeah, there's um, one I followed and I don't have it on here. I, I don't think I followed. I just kept watching the videos. He took like this old like falling down cabin shell and essentially made it habitable over the course of like 20 videos. And it was like, well, today we got to pull out the wall so I can reframe the door. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Exactly. It's, it's a just shit. <laughs> just so everyone knows, I've never done carpentry before in my life. You know, I got all this from YouTube. Oh dear God. I hope you're not in a hurricane or a tornado alley. Um, and then there's yeah. a part of you going, if you got it all from YouTube, I'm kind of waiting for this to go South. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. And then there's the part in the back of my head going, you know, we have that 20 acres of land that the family has in Mississippi that no one's ever built anything on. Um, Get a camera, yeah. build a house. Build I, a could build a I could build a shed. Yeah. A habitable shed. Doesn't even have to be functional. Just do it for the experience. That's true. <laughs> that would be good because I have to start with clearing some land to do it, right? There we go. Timber, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Follow number three for you is Red Richardson comedy. English comic. Uh, okay. it, 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 he alternates. He has sort of like a character bit that he does. Right. And the reason I like following him is that character bit is hilarious because he's always got the camera like right here in his face and he's running. He's walking through a park very fast and he just describes like how this this train wreck of a life, you know, he goes, hey, he goes, my life, it's, 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 you know, it's the third week of January and already my 2024 has gone to shit. My favorite, you know, my business ideas failed. Long story short, I've got a garage full of Neil Diamond signed t-shirts, David Copperfield signed t-shirts <laughs> wasting away in my mother's garage. My micro scooter is being repossessed. I've lost my job. And then the, you know, my girl, my ex's new man just informed me that he's got eight videos of me peeing through his window, you know, his mailbox. <laughs> the cops have been called. <laughs> oh my God. So I think it's, so bring on 2025 and stay toxic, my friends. <laughs> and that's how he ends. I, there's bits where he's like on stage doing his comedy and he's kind of like, okay, but I really get a kick out of this character. character. Yeah. Cause they're quick hits. They're not joke set up. It's just like, here's my train wreck of a life. Stay toxic. Stay to <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to stop this. Cause I have another random thought. Um, <laughs> That's how I do this, right? Uh -huh. um, I was driving home Friday, and you know how on Sirius XM's Comedy Great Channel, sometimes they'll have the bumper where it's like some comedian talks about the comedian who had the biggest influence oh, yeah. on them, okay. right? So I'm, I'm literally pulling like on the street to come up to my house, and it's Jeff Foxworthy. And I'm like, all right, I'm thinking Robert Klein. I'm thinking I, I had another one the other day before. I'm like, it's going to be something like that, right? Something very, you know. It was Stephen Wright. Jeff Foxworthy. Yes. <laughs> That's the right face. <laughs> uh, but the wow. funny, the cool part of the story is, you know, he was, because he did, Foxworthy did, did amateur comedy for years, right? Okay. He did stand up. He would do open <laughs> mics, whatever. And apparent, and he was at the point and all that where he was trying to decide if it was going to, he was going to make the jump, make the leap doing that full time. 
And so one night Stephen Wright was play was the headliner at the comedy club. Then they had the uh, amateur contest before mm-hmm. Stephen Wright. He goes, I always made a point of going up to the balcony to watch the headliner after the show. So I went up to the balcony. Stephen Wright made a point of coming up to the balcony to find me and said, man, you should be doing this full time. Wow. And he said, <laughs> so the next day I quit my job at IBM. Thanks, Stephen Wright. I'm like, you could have given me 20 guesses. I would have gotten to Stephen Wright and Jeff Foxworthy at no, all. No, because I've, again, there's like these old Southern dudes who tell these really long. Jerry Clower. That's the I mean, one I was thinking of. Yes. Marcel Ledbetter. Yes. Oh, yeah. Marcel <laughs> W.L. Clovis and Eugene. Uh-huh. That's yep. kind of stuff I was thinking of. Yeah, I didn't even think right? about Jerry Clower yeah. the other day, but yeah, but not Stephen Wright. It would never have gotten yeah. there. What other show people made to, you know, these guys over there in France, they're learning about mythology and redneck humor. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show. So we, we've done the really high kind of. Uh, and, then I, and then I rattled off all of Jerry Clower's cousins. Um <laughs> Fine oh, wow. moment for me right there. All right. Okay. Let's move this along because we're not done with Redneck yet because okay. I got a couple of follows for you. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> J-Bo Airbrush. Okay. So this is a guy who airbrushes hockey masks. He does other stuff, but the big uh, the big recurring feature in the videos are hockey goalie masks. And it is insane to watch this guy work, you know, because he is using that airbrush like a pen or a pencil and doing these super super fine if you you know i was kind of thinking as i was putting this together it's like oh i don't really have any artists on here and then i was like no wait a minute i do have my airbrush guy it's amazing the masks if you go and look them up they are killer they're just phenomenal and he will he shows the process from a, a blank mask all the way to airbrushing the cloth you know the the straps and everything he'll wow. airbrush yeah the airbrush will kind of continue to onto the mask as well but at least the colors will so it's a it's phenomenal very very, very cool. cool very All very right. cool well i will check to that look out at one. are the uh one he just did which is the day of the dead thing and then johnny cash he did two johnny cash masks they are amazing all right. Okay. I'm intrigued. I'm definitely mm-hmm. gonna check that out when I put the, the package together for this. All right. Um, well let's start with mine. They aren't probably as highbrow as yours, but um <laughs> stay toxic is yeah. <laughs> so my first one is the cornbread cowboy. Do you know cornbread <laughs> cowboy? Uh I think you've mentioned him before. Have I? Oh, I think so. Because we were talking about stale cracker once. And I said, you know, I kind of wanted to list him as a follow, but he'd just gotten in trouble uh, okay. when some shit. And he's like a state police. He's a state cop down Lafayette. And he, there was some, you know, okay. Mis- anyway. Well, this guy has put together a persona uh, where he uh, does these little videos where he, he's grown, he's got the skull and he's bald and he's got the mullet <laughs> and he yeah. alternates between clean shaven beard or the handlebar mustache, right? Depending on his mood, but he's always got like some classic country song playing in the background of his videos. And it's always something like, I like, I love, I like he'll show up to the ballpark in like the, the nylon coach shorts about to 
<laughs> kill a heater and a six pack before I go show these boys how to hit hit the ball on my little league team or something, you know. And it's always funny shit like that, or he's gonna go down to the VFW hall and to pick up the waitress there or something. And it's always funny shit. And I just find myself laughing in spite of myself. <laughs> it's just funny. I don't know. I, That's the red, I, the redneck in me. Uh, I have deep redneck G- DNA. So, no, that's the kind of thing that's along the lines. I think it's probably like the Reed Richardson guy. The, the, he, there's that co- that character persona. <clears throat> there's one guy I've watched along the same lines. He does, you know, a bunch of the best videos is he does like card breaks. Okay. Uh-huh. For the divorced dads trading cards and he like the video opens with him sitting on the couch in a t-shirt he's like all right we got ourselves a fresh pack of divorced dads let's kind of go through this real quick and i mean it's just like the you know the lawnmower broken dreams payments due and then he goes okay we're looking for that big hitter that big big hitter you know i'm looking for the house let's look for the house (laughs) (laughs) it's like stripper girlfriend but it is tractor you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's good that's so, good along the same lines anyway. yeah yeah I mean, again my next one is is goose do you know goose no i don't think goose I is one of the again it's a guy who's crafted a whole lifestyle brand around kind of being an ordinary guy he's the guy one of the guys with the big big full beard okay uh he's got a small child small daughter <laughs> and he'll find video he, he does a lot of react videos to other videos okay and sometimes we'll have a group of his buddies in the background of like five or six of them. And they'll all react differently to whichever like, you know, twink goose has pulled up as having some <laughs> sort of mental breakdown. And it's just normal guy stuff. It's not overproduced. It's not <laughs> overthought out. It's on it. It's fairly honest. Like, you know, he'll go. <laughs> he's one last week. He was, uh, we were talking about, you know, I have, I have some, some, you know, uh, some well-known stomach issues and I can't have too much caffeine. And so I limit myself to one cup of coffee every morning. And then so-and-so sent me this really good coffee, which is my favorite. So I had four cups <laughs> forgetting that I had to go to my buddy's mom's funeral <laughs> that morning. And we're about halfway through the service and my stomach starts bubbling loud enough. Everybody can hear it. <laughs> So I've got to sort of gracefully excuse myself, not at my buddy. He nods back. He gets it and excuse myself from his mother's funeral so I can go take care of the shits that have just landed. Um, I mean, it's stupid, but uh, it's funny. He's got a good sense of humor about it. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm up in the red deck with this next one. <laughs> Street piece. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this these guys have built their own octagon in some backwoods area right oh god it's it's outside it's not covered there's no mat it's dirt and an octagon and people come in and like beat the shit out of each other and they do them in like they'll they'll cut them together in short little instagram so i have to watch 20 minutes of rednecks beating each other up i can watch it in like a minute um some guys really know you can some guys really know how to fight uh-huh but it's more fun when they don't <laughs> you can see and the they guys just kind of flail at each other yeah <laughs> and you can start, watch them get gassed out it's just like <laughs> it's, 
it's just dumb. But but you can't turn away. Exactly. It's it's got the train wreck coefficient you really kind of want, right? It <laughs> it is exactly what it is. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. Like I said, I'm dialing up the redneck tonight. All right then. Uh, AWA Wiffle. Have you ever seen this one? Is it Wiffle Ball? It's a organized Wiffle Ball league. Okay. They have built their own field. They have multiple teams. Oh, wow. They have, uh, they don't have a catcher, but they have a strike zone plate. Uh huh. That if you don't swing and it hits this plate, it's a strike. So you're seeing all these crazy wiffle ball pitches like juking and hitting the thing going dink, <laughs> and it's a strike. It's fascinating <laughs> to watch. Um, and like they'll, they'll show like, like really great plays or really bad plays strikeouts crazy pitches it's it's fun to watch okay i tried to look it up and then it's like asking me who i want to draft for my league i'm like I <laughs> it's on instagram if you want instagram it's there mm-hmm. um and then the last one i felt a little bad about putting it on here but it's going to lead to a larger discussion um oh. <laughs> i almost feel like it's piling on but um aj maybe, maybe, this guy is a disney adult oh uh and in his bio it says future cast member and i mm. don't i don't think it's in aj's future okay he does he does a lot of uh disney bounding costume ideas and he does videos where he like and his costume changes but there's a bad edit um <laughs> there's a lot of videos of him training with his lightsabers in the backyard like uh, uh, uh like a uh, george michael bluth <laughs> yeah. development but again, there's a certain train wreck factor to the whole thing. God bless him. I hope he gets to live his dream. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to need to do a little conditioning. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a train wreck thing. And I can't, apparently that's my my theme tonight is rednecks and train wrecks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, we're going to tag these guys. If say, yeah, he's going to be a cast member. and not Yeah, maybe I won't <laughs> tag him. Um yeah, maybe I won't do that. Because, I mean, he's clearly enthusiastic about it. I mean, it's like no question in my mind he, he wants it, right? But anyway. So. Well, see, I went back and forth. I follow a rabbi and a biblical scholar. And I thought, Did man, they walk I into mix- a bar? Yeah, they walk into a bar. They just the jokes write themselves. <laughs> um, but it's kind of funny because, like, do I include some of them? And then I figured, no, let's, let's, you know, we're going weird enough with the cast iron guy. Let's uh, <laughs> maybe not do the, uh, orthodox, I, I, he's an I, <laughs> I told my wife, I go, he's an Orthodox rabbi, which I don't understand why he's posting videos on Saturday. So <laughs> that. That. I'm fairly certain that's not allowed. Yeah. Um, uh, he has an exemption. Yeah. The internet. There's one video where he's like strapping up for, we would call it, you know, service and sermons and stuff, but he's got the the scroll around his head and he's got these bands around. I mean, he looks like he's going into your street fighter <laughs> age match there with his, you know, blue and white prayer shawl. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, but it's been interesting to learn a lot about um, Orthodox Jews, ultra Orthodox Jews. Okay. You know, so there's then, one guy on the street beefs who dresses like, uh, John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever and he kind of just <laughs> dances around the other guys, just like those like a quick snap jab and it'll just dance around. It's like I keep waiting for the video where he gets his clock cleaned. I haven't seen it yet. He goes in there for the slap, it gets the big old, you know, 
meat cushion right in Up the face. Uppercut right in the chin, yeah. I'm Drops waiting for it. it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's our follows for this episode. Uh, it's, it's a varied bag. <laughs> I think it says a lot about you and I both. Uh, I'm not sure what that is, but that's what we did. Um, well, I think, yeah, it, it shows the breadth of our, you know, it's like, oh, it's, you know. The one thing, like you, you're flipping through reels every now and again, you know, and it'll be like that you see somebody who's, you know, this hot girl and stuff. And then they, they, they go, blah, 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 blah. And then they flash the thing the, the over their cooch, you know, the camera over their cooch and come back and go, oops, sorry. And you're just like, I can't believe I just watched that. Fuck. <laughs> it's in the algorithm now. <laughs> That's exactly right. So the next time I go to my searches, it's just nothing but, you know, cooches. Upskirts. Yeah. <laughs> Kucherama. Uh, that's right. So they used to call that's what they called Ashton Kucher's house in the nineties. It's the Kucherama. Kucherama. Yeah. Uh, see, I was thinking that's like uh pornos shot in wide format. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there in the darkened theater, you know, get your latex up. <laughs> it's like and now bum 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 in fabulous Kucherama. <laughs> Sixty-four color Kucherama. <laughs> Kodachrome, Kucharaba, whatever. If you that know. had been a thing, and then, uh, and that, would have already used it as a bumper for one of his films. That's right. And, it, and it's that big, wide, you know, like, <laughs> it gets, it's real big on the end. It gets small in the middle. It's like a little starburst. Kucharaba. <laughs> and it's like an old 3D movie where the, you get the thing to, to, like, put on the glasses, the notification. Yeah. So the music starts up, chunk a chunk a chunk, and a black echo voice. <laughs> I always do this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everybody we just tagged is going to be like, nope. <laughs> Cowboy, your cornbread cowboy guy. That I think he'll be down stomach. for it. Yeah, yeah, it's down there. We're filming that big old, you know, 70 millimeter Kucharama. <laughs> oh, I threw a new scroll up down at the bottom. Hardcore um, honky tonk. <laughs> the boys radio show got picked up for a full time uh show. Oh, nice. So my sons uh will become officially be. Uh, three hour long once a week DJ starting tomorrow night at six central time. If you're so inclined, there's the uh, the link. <laughs> Very cool. Except it doesn't have the right time on there. I was gonna say six doesn't look I like fixed that. I changed that. I changed. Hold on, I fixed that earlier. I apparently I didn't save it. Oh well. Oh shit! I'm a bad father. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't save it. That's what happened. I changed it. I didn't save it. Is it every day or once? It's every Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday from six to nine Central Time. There we go. Hardcore honky tonk, uh, featuring uh, Cactus Jack and the Con Man. Um, <laughs> those are their chosen names, uh, and they'll be playing some sort of blend of honky tonk country americana punk rock and whatever else there's been questions have been asked about cajun music 
so I don't know what to expect tomorrow night. I want, I'm very I, curious. I, I want them to find some 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 Zydeco death metal. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tell them that's will... a challenge. Is to find right. some hardcore Zydeco. <laughs> Zydeco death metal. I bet yeah. that exists. Hey, I've it seen heavy been. metal mariachis. So metalachi, yes, metalachi. <laughs> Oh, so anyway, uh, if if you're so inclined over there in France um, <laughs> or Oregon, as the case Oregon, may be, whichever, they're very close on the map, you know. <laughs> I think it'd be really funny if some of you folks listened in and it really got skewed their statistics. <laughs> got listeners in France. What is happening? <laughs> Nobody in their hometowns, but my God, in Nice, they're nice. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's listening in Rhodesia. What is happening? <laughs> is that even still a country? I don't even think it is. I think that's what it is now. I don't remember. <laughs> it was something different when we were little. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> that's a fun word. Rhodesia. It, it's, it's like surrounded by South Africa, isn't it? <laughs> no, South Africa is... The- South Africa is the bottom of the continent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, that's not it at all. What the hell am I thinking of? By the way, I got a notification a few minutes ago that um, uh, Instagram limits their streams to one hour, so they cut us off. Oh, um, no. <laughs> now we know. Well, good. Uh, then the good drama jokes didn't go out. That's true. On that's that true. platform. On that platform. Waka, waka, waka. Uh, so... All right then. I think I think we did it. I think that's our show. Okay then. I think it was a good one. We Not went highbrow. We went lowbrow. We were all over the place. We were all over the brows. All over. The, oh, Lesotho. That's the one that surrounded Botswana. I'm pretty sure that Rhodesia was something different when we were growing up. Okay. I, I also I, don't remember the Congo being that big. <laughs> <laughs> You're comparing it to the uh, to the risk map in your brain it may very well may very well be speaking of before we sign off <laughs> i may have mentioned this before, on instagram uh, <laughs> a while back well, maybe i mentioned this but i don't remember we went to a new comic shop up that opened up near we were out and about and uh they have a big game section and they had diplomacy oh wow i love that game but i saw copy somewhere they no longer have the plastic uh tokens they were all paper Ew. Yeah, they're not going to hold up. No, it's more fun to like stack up little ones. Just like, <laughs> here's my Roman Legion army moving on your Roman Legion army. I can't do the math, so I think I win. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I have XXX and you have III. I, I win, sure. win, win. <laughs> <laughs> See you, VVV, later. all right i think that is definitely the end now we're doing roman numerals that's that's (laughs) how we go out so episode 70 of slurp toast a podcast is in the books on three platforms Mm -hmm. some for varying lengths but all completed and uh we'll see you cut off right at kucha Uh, by the way, I, I gave us new outro music last time. Uh, oh, I, had okay. another, I had another sound file Connor had given me All uh, right, then. called Good Kramer version 2.0. Uh, if, and it's a little more metal. So our yeah. outro is more metal now. Um, oh, so anyway, yeah. 
Uh, episode 70 is in the books. We'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. Until then, I'm still Bruce. Still Steve. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>